Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. You know, it's the end of the year. It's a great time right now to take stock and to think about 2023 and about how your life has gone. So today, I'm asking you to think back of this year, but it's not just a simple think back of this year message. Uh, I, there's something specific, really, I want you to focus on and want you to think about as we take just a few minutes. Uh, and what kind of things will you be remembering about 2023, this year that has been such a, a tumultuous year in so many ways? Because for the right reasons, it's important to reflect. It's important to look back. And as you reflect on 2023, I want to ask you specifically if you've had a concerted effort in one particular area. And it's interesting because in some ways, uh, the... Uh, the Bartlett parents were, were talking about this as attributes of their kids, uh, and that's beautiful and I think true and, and, and accurate. And Dr. Stephanie mentioned this as well about Abria and Asher. But I want for us to think about this each in our own lives in different ways. You know, there's, there's plenty of areas that we all need to grow in. Everybody has lots, of, all of us have lots of areas that we need to grow in. We need to grow in our prayer life. We need to grow in reading the Word. People need to grow in battling anger or resisting temptation. There's lots of areas where we could grow in and that we need to grow in in our lives. They're all good and very important, but I want to focus your attention this day on one particular area. And the reason is so you can better challenge yourself to move forward. We're going to start in Galatians chapter 6. If you'd like to turn to the book of Galatians, please. Uh, Rabbi Shaul Paul the Shaliach, Paul's uh, epistle to Galatia. Okay, so Galatians chapter 6, the Kahilah, the congregation there. Galatians chapter 6 is something very interesting Rabbi Shaul says here that I want for us to think about and to focus on just a little bit. It says in verse 9 this, let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have an opportunity, let us do good toward all, especially those who belong to the household of faith. Y'all, this is not a complicated ask. I, I'm, not, I'm not giving you something that is just way beyond your level to comprehend and my level to comprehend in, in this passage. No, it's, Rabbi Shaul here is giving us a very practical thing that we need to be thinking about and that needs to be a part of our spiritual do, DNA. What is it? Do good. 
It's not particularly complicated, but yet take a look on the news. It doesn't frequently happen. Take a look at the world around you. Take a look at your schools. Take a look at your workplaces. Oftentimes, people are not intentionally going out of their way to do good. Now, remember, that's different than just simply not doing wrong. Not doing wrong is something completely different. Don't do wrong. Of course, don't do wrong. But that's not the charge that Rabbi Shaul is giving us, as important as it is not to do wrong. No, no, it's not just the absence of doing wrong. No, no, no. He wants us specifically to intentionally go out and do good toward others. For in due time, it says we will reap if we don't give up. Rabbi Shaul is telling us not to lose heart in doing good. In other words, continue to focus and don't give up and don't get weary of doing good. Keep doing good. So I'm asking for you to look back at 2023 and ask yourself, were you doing good to others this year? This year is almost over. Were you doing good to others this year? You know, now when I asked that and I thought about it and I thought about that question, it's not really a rhetorical question. I'm asking you to really think about it. But as I began thinking about our answers, and, and, and as I ask that question, what your answers might be, I think that probably most people kind of when asked that generic question, have you done good to people? Have you done good in 2023? I think most people, when asked simply and generically, most of us would fairly quickly say, uh, yeah, 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 I've done good to people. I mean, I haven't hit anybody over the head with a tire iron and haven't robbed any uh, convenience stores. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been basically good to people. I mean, uh, okay, that's great. But, but I want to ask a follow-up here, which is a little harder, I think, to answer. And, and the question is this, as you think about this in your own mind, specifically, specifically, in what ways did you do good for others this year? Not generically. I'm not asking a generic question. I'm saying specifically. What did you do to bless others, going out of your way to help others? So I want you to think in your head and make, make, start making kind of a little mental list, if you will, of, wow, I, I helped, I, I did good to others here, doing this specific thing. Oh, yeah, and then there was this specific thing. Listen, it's not like we can remember everything, but, but still, there's been 360, what, five, 364 days so far this year. Can you name 364 things at least? <laughs> can you name 200 things? I mean, as you think about it right now, can you name 50 things or even 10 that you specifically went out of your way to do good toward people? Not Again, not the absence of doing bad. It's a little bit of a different question. See, what did you do to bless others in 2023? The reason it's important to look back at, at this question for 2023 is so it can affect your present and your future. So it can affect yourself moving forward. Jeremiah chapter 13, Yermiahu. Jeremiah Bavakashah chapter 13. Because obeying the scripture requires a large dose of two different things. If you really want to do good to others and just kind of make this, it requires two things. A large dose of two things. One is intentionality. So you've got to be going out intentionally trying to do good toward and for others. And not just passively. 
Not just like, well, I'm just going to sit here and wait for somebody to ask me for help, and then I'm going to help them. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. No, you have to be intentional in seeking to do good for others if you really want to passionately follow this passage. That's the first thing is intentionality. The second thing that it requires is practice. You really have to, you have to get in the practice. You have to get in the habit, if you will, of doing good for others so that it's regular as to who you are, so that it's a part of your DNA. What do we read in Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 23? It says, can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? So could you do good that are accustomed to doing evil? Okay, so what are you accustomed to is what Yermiahu and what the Lord is saying to us. See, we have to regularly practice doing good. It's got to become a habit, y'all, of doing good. What you'll find is that it starts to build on itself when you practice doing good regularly. We have, uh, we have a, a relatively new Jewish believer in our congregation came to faith here at Bethlehem uh, not long ago. And, and I recall when he came to me and he told me about how he said, Rabbi, he said, I, I can't completely explain it, but I just find myself changing how I treat other people. It's just like my heart doesn't want to do and react the way that I used to react. And it's almost like he couldn't even completely explain it. It's, it almost surprised him. But, but it was different, and it was becoming habitual, and it was building on each other. And as he did good to other people, he saw how it made him feel and how the Lord was moving in his life because of it, and that only reinforced him to want to do it more. That's the biblical spiritual principle. It's starting as, it started as something intentional in his heart and then just started happening more and more and more. In other words, you have to build a habit, y'all, of doing good to others. So I want to ask you, here in 2023, does this describe you for this year? Do you, I'm asking you personally, each of you individually, do you have a habit of intentionally seeking to do good toward and for others? Is this just like a part of your nature as to who you are? I'm not talking passively. I'm not talking about simply not doing wrong. I'm not talking about waiting for somebody to come to you with a need. No, no, no. Or do you have some intentionality to do good toward others? The truth is that oftentimes we don't want to go out of our way to do good to people. Would, would rather just allow someone else to take the blessing. <laughs> Let me allow someone else to take that blessing, right? Y'all, the, the, the opportunities for doing good are endless. Truly, they're endless. Uh, certainly within this congregation, there are plenty of opportunities to do good, to go out of your way to help, to do good toward others. Did you help build the sukkah this year? We had the sukkah that was built. Did you help build it? Did you come out? We had multiple opportunities to come help build the sukkah. Did you clean up for the high holy day onegs that we had? Did you volunteer to teach the children? Did you volunteer to, 
to, to play in the band, the worship team. Wow, that worship team was fantastic. Whatever it is. But opportunities to, 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 to bless and to, to help others and to do good toward others certainly is not limited to these four walls. No, in fact, the majority of it is going to come when you're outside of these four walls and when you're on your own in your own life. How about this one? Did, did, you, did you mow your neighbor's lawn? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody here did. I know you didn't. I, I didn't either. Okay, but that's my point is, is that have you gone out of your way to do something for someone? Somebody's like, man, Rabbi, you don't know, man. I'd get arrested for that somehow. They think I'm trespassing. Hey, listen, I, I don't think so. Whatever it is, did you pay the next person's drive-through order? Whatever it is, you see what I'm saying? Just to take some opportunity to intentionally do good. Do you know if you simply you go to the Chick-fil-A, you know, God's food, and, and, and when you're in the drive-thru, if you, if you say, yeah, here's my credit card I'm paying for, also I'll pay for the person behind me, what their order is, do you know you will completely make their day? And when, if and when you do that, throw in, tell them the, the, the car in front of them paid their, their lunch and tell them God bless them. Okay, you're sharing the love of God. You just absolutely made that person's day. By the way, and you're teaching a lesson while you're doing it, you're sharing with them what the love of the Lord means. Or how about this one about doing good for others? Oh, get ready. You're, you're, some of you are not gonna like this. There's not gonna be a lot of amens. Have you surprised your spouse by doing their chores? Ooh, boy. Some, some of you visitors are like, man, I'm never coming back to that place. <laughs> I don't even like that. Meanwhile, the spouse's elbows. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying every once in a while, seek to do good for others. This is small stuff, y'all. This isn't like, you know, selling everything you own. This is little things that we can do to do good to others. This is what God commands us to do in his word. This is what we should be seeking to do out of our heart of love, because we love people. This is what we should be doing, my friends. There's no question. Sometimes we have a little too much selfishness within us. It's interesting because the passage specifically teaches us not to become weary in doing good, because if we do, the word says, in time, we will reap a reward. We will reap a reward. I am 100% confident that if we do good, we will reap a reward. We had a, a men's function here at Bethel I don't know, a couple months ago, where the men were spending all day on Sunday to help at widows' homes. And we had a number of men who came out to help at widows' homes. But you know what? That was, it was literally like nine to five on a Sunday, on a weekend day. I'm fully confident that if it had only been an hour, we would have had more guys come. <laughs> but all day, giving up one of your weekend days, eh, pairs it down, okay? The homeless shelter that Sandra helps us with, we take the homeless shelter once a month on a, on a Sunday morning for, for 30 years here at Beth Hillel. And we go out, we buy the food, we cook the food, we give the food. Okay, uh, but, but Sandra, what time do you arrive at on that Sunday morning? 5 a.m. Eh, 
not everybody's volunteering uh, for that, okay, on a Sunday morning. <laughs> By the way, she needs more volunteers. See Sandra right here in the front if you'd like to help, okay? You can start 2024 outright. Okay, but, but what, what, what's the point? Y'all, I am 100% confident that those men who came to help the widows will reap a reward for it. The people who help in the homeless shelter getting up, well, it's not getting up at five. They have to be there at five. Some of them tra travel 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes away. What time are they getting up? They're getting up Saturday night. <laughs> I am 100% confident that those people are, will re reap a reward. Why? Because the scripture says it. What's the reward? It's above my pay grade. <laughs> That's up to God how you are rewarded. But the biblical spiritual principle is airtight. For that matter, friends, if you help widows, it's a double blessing. Read Isaiah 1.17 on that one. You're, you're doing good to others and you're helping widows. Double blessing. Luke 6, please. Luke 6. And here you go. Okay, we're going to ramp it up now. The message has been like, okay, this is a good challenge. Yeah, this is a good challenge. Good inspiration. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we're going we're gonna to make it a little bit more challenging for you at the end of the year. Okay, just a little bit more. We're going to ramp it up here. Luke chapter 6. You can't simply do good to those who have done good to you. Mm-mm, uh-oh. No, it can't be one of those things like you're returning a favor. It can't be one of those things like, you know, like you're in the mafia or something, you know? <laughs> hey, you do good for me, I do one good for you, you know? I, I owe you one now, you, you help me out with that, so I'm going to be doing good for you. No, 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 it's not a tit-for-tat thing, you know? It's, <laughs> that was my mo I've never been in the mafia, just for the record. I, I don't know what they really sound like. You know, that's what you hear stereotypically. I, I think I sounded a little too much like our cancer. That was not intentional. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to impugn you or anything. Uh, you know, it's, I didn't know you were a member of the mob. I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> oh. I'm a little scared he had an answer for that, actually. <laughs> Luke chapter 6, please, verse 31, <laughs> says this. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love them who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are doing good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do this. Okay, the, the standard is just notched up a little bit. In 2023, think back and reflect on all the times you did good toward those who were not especially good to you. Wow, now, I said 364 things. Have you thought, and you said, well, no, of course we can't. I understand that. You know, it's not like you keep track of it, although you could, you know, just to encourage yourself to do it on a more habitual basis. But okay, you might think you could probably come up with 30 things, maybe 50, 20, I, I don't know, however many things. But how many things could you think of where you did good towards somebody who was not particularly good toward you? It's like, woo, man, that list is getting smaller <laughs> if we're being really honest. And that's what we should be. First Peter chapter 2, please. But what if they don't deserve it? What if they don't deserve it? What if they don't deserve for me to do good to them? 1 Peter 2.15 says, For this is God's will, that you silence the ignorance of foolish men by doing good. 
What an interesting passage. What an interesting scripture there. See, you're showing them who God is when you do good, even toward people who don't get it or who don't care. You're, really, you're setting an example for others. This is a silent testimony, actually. This is what, this is what we're talking about here. You've got to be setting an example, right? This is a way to share the goodness of God even without preaching. Because there'll be times when you do good and it doesn't make sense to people so much that they will ask you, why are you helping me? Why are you doing this good thing for me? You can't ask for a better introduction and for you to share about God. If, if you do good, I'm not talking about some people think that Speaking about God is beating people over the head with, with, with the Bible. That's, that's not what it's about. You do good to people, especially when they don't expect it, especially when they've not been particularly good, and, and you'll find them look at you befuddled. And eventually, some of them will ask, what are you doing nice things for me for? Boom, there's your opening to share with them about the love of God. How beautiful that is. Move over one chapter, 1 Peter chapter 3. I'm going to ramp it up one last level here. But what if you suffer even for doing good? See, boy, we started off with just not doing bad. Dainu, you might say, it's enough. No, it's not enough. All right? uh, it's, not, it's not enough about just simply not doing bad. Okay, it's not enough just to simply be neutral. No, we have to do good, but it's not enough to do good. You do good to, to people, yes, but do good to people even who, who don't deserve it, or who, who are not doing good to you. You do good to those people. But, but, but what about if you do good, and because you do good, you suffer because you do good, or you're persecuted because you do good? 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 13. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not be afraid or worry about their threats. Whew, boy. This is even if you're persecuted. Even if you're persecuted for doing good. God says, hey, listen, even if that happens, don't stop. Don't stop doing good. Because friends, if you happen to suffer for doing good, then there is someone that you are becoming more like. Verse 17, for it is better to suffer for doing good, if it is God's will, than for doing evil. For Messiah once suffered for sins also, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to dead in the flesh, but made alive by the Ruach the Spirit. 
Beloved, you've heard the expression, <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> it's a common worldly expression. But really, according to the scripture, the true statement is, no good deed goes unrewarded. And this is true even if for a while you're punished for it. Much like Messiah, wow, see how this all comes together. Much like Messiah, if we don't become weary in doing good, in due time, remember the first scripture I gave you, in due time, in due time, we will reap. Much like Messiah Yeshua also suffered even for doing good but wow, look how he has reaped. So as we remember 2023, it makes sense to pause and reflect. And today I'm asking for you to reflect on times when you went out of your way to do good and then to purpose in your heart that on the last Shabbat of 2024, next year, that you can think of example after example after example after example after example of how you've gone out of your way to do good. Because if you do, these reflections today and the past will lead to a better and a rewarding future. The title of my message is simply, Do Good. Let's bow our heads. I want to ask if there's anybody here who's never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah. If that's you and you've never said that prayer, you've never received Yeshua in your heart, I want to give you an opportunity to do so today. Doing so, you, you're asking a prayer, you're saying a prayer, asking Yeshua to come into your heart, proclaiming you believe He's risen again. Scripture says you'll be saved, saved from your sins. If that's you and you've never said that prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah, but you want to today, lift your hand and we'll pray together. If you've never committed your life to God, but you want to, raise your hand and we'll pray. Is there anybody here who's never done so but wants to today? I want to commit my life to the Lord. I haven't done so yet. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray for all of us. Lord, I pray for this whole congregation, both regulars, members, visitors. God, I pray for all of us, Lord. Help us as we are reflecting, as we stop for a moment and think about it on 2023, that you help us, Lord, in 2024 to be more intentional in doing good and to become, uh, to, be, to get in the habit of doing good toward others, to practice doing good to others so that it becomes part of our DNA, so that it becomes intuitive to us. Help us, Lord. Show us in our hearts, show us in our spirits opportunities we have, and then let us be willing to go out of our way, to get out of our symbolic lazy boy. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> help us get out of the lazy boy and help others and to do good toward others. Lord, let this be something that defines our 2024. We bless you for these things. We thank you for this special day and this wonderful B'nai Tzadik that has gone so beautifully as these two have become sons and a son and daughter of righteousness, your righteousness.
Thank you, Lord, for these things. B'Shem Yeshu, in the name of our Messiah, Yeshu, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah, or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and shalom. Nine, 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 nine.